0: Hey guys, it's Sophia, Sophia Amoruso, host of Girl Boss Radio, founder and CEO of Girl Boss. You're listening to a brand new podcast series we're super excited to introduce, inspired by Sephora Collection's hashtag Lip Stories Lipsticks, which features 40 different shades based off of real life stories from remarkable women. Presented by Girlboss Radio in partnership with Sephora Collection, this podcast takes a deep dive into the wildest adventures and notable memories of some seriously inspiring founders, creators, and thought leaders. Stories that took place while they were out there living their real lives, circling the globe on an epic road trip with friends, owning their Girlboss moment at work, or even just hanging out having fun with their BFFs. You're in for some seriously candid, inspiring, funny stories, and we can't wait to see what hashtag lip inspires in you. In this episode, the super cool and my friend, Aurora James, will be talking about growing up as a global citizen, how she lives a spontaneous, top-down life, and what she does to make brunch day special. Hi, I'm Melissa, an editor at Girlboss, and I was thrilled to sit
1: down with Aurora James. Hi guys, my name is Aurora James. I'm the creative director of Brother Valley's. So Brother Valleys is an accessories brand, and I mainly do shoes and bags. And our production is in South Africa, Kenya, Morocco, Ethiopia, Haiti now as well, Mexico. And we do some of our development in Italy, and then we do a transfer of knowledge from Italy to these respective countries. And these
0: are my lip stories. The first thing we spoke about was her global citizenship.
1: Over the last few years, I've really started thinking about myself as a global citizen. And it just kind of happened. I have always been really enchanted by the idea of travel, and I think as an only child, I spent a lot of time growing up like in these really elaborate daydreams of, you know, these far-off places and I used to flip through National Geographic and, you know, imagine myself in all these other places. And I grew up with pen pals that my grandma sort of introduced me to and integrated into my life, mainly from Africa. And they were kids that she sponsored. And I think it's always made me feel a little bit more connected with everything else that was going on in the world and all of the other kids in different countries around the world. And as I got older, I really kind of said to myself, like, I need to feel and and be in places that aren't where I am now. I was born in Canada, but then I was raised um, for many years in Jamaica. And then when I was in my early 20s, I went to LA and, and fell in love with someone and ended up basically just staying there. And I've kind of been in America ever since. And I think, you know, people think of Canada and America as being so similar, but as a Canadian living in America, I'm like very acutely aware of how completely different they actually are. And in understanding those differences, it also made me want to seek out other cultures, even more so. And one of my very first places that I really went to after I moved to New York and didn't really know what I was doing with my life, but was like saving money and I just like needed to travel. The first place I ever went to in in Africa was Morocco. And then after that, Nigeria and, and, and then Namibia and you know, it was crazy because I would just get it in my mind that I wanted to go to these places and I would really have like next to nothing. When I say next to nothing, I mean like I would book the flight and then I would save what I had and I would have like maybe like $800 going there. So, you know, I wasn't staying anywhere fancy. I was staying in, like, little bed and breakfasts and that sort of thing. And a lot of times I would go to places and not even know where I was going to stay. And that was definitely the case with Namibia. I, like, rented a car and we drove <laughs> from the capital then out to this coast, this place called Moon. And then from Moon we wanted to drive to Sususflay. And Namibia is this really beautiful, enchanting places with these, like, epic sand dunes that like crash into the ocean. And, and along the way I stopped because I wanted to use the restroom and I was with a couple of my friends and we basically got robbed. Not basically, we, we got robbed. And so I lost everything. And I think in those moments and in that moment for me, you're like, wow, I have, I, I'm a million miles away from home and I literally have nothing. And I have no idea what I'm going to do. I lost my passport. I lost like, you know, my computer, like my stuff, like everything is sort of gone. And I think when you allow yourself to step outside of your comfort zone and something crazy like that happens, it really recontextualizes the rest of your life. And it really kind of makes you think like, how bad is my current situation? And if I can survive in in that moment and get out of there and be okay, like what really is the worst thing that can happen? Like, and there's this amazing thing where people, you realize in those moments that people genuinely want to help you. And like, we are all connected as humans. A year later, it's like, you know, I'm back in Brooklyn and I am going to my favorite restaurant and I'm trying to get the 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 salmon salad and they're like oh we don't have that on the menu anymore and I'm like livid and then I think to myself like you know you get like wrapped up in these things and 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 I'm like okay well at least like this is a very first world problem and I think it's so important for us to travel and like get out of our own comfort zones all the time so that we can recontextualize our everyday life and realize that nothing that's happening is really that bad unless you're actually like under the weather or like sick, you know? And unless you put yourself out there and 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 meet other people, I mean, you know, I met so many amazing people along the way and in my travels in Africa and I still continue to do so. And like that's the fabric of Brother valleys. Like they are all the common denominator that has like woven us together. And, and you know, I know that everything that happens around the world, like we are all connected in that way. We can all like feel each other and each other's essences. And, and therefore we have to make sure that we think about us as all being one. And if we can all really wrap our heads around that our individual lives will also change as well. That's what I was just thinking how we would be fools to think that in this country our actions don't affect everyone else. You know, the interesting thing about being a global citizen in in how you think, you know, whether you actually even are a global citizen in the sense that you travel all over the world and whether you think as a global citizen just in your heart and in your mind are actually the same. There's people who are global citizens who don't even travel, but it's the way that they approach life. And I think if you can understand that, you know, A sandstorm that happened in Africa is going to, like, literally be seen from outer space. If you're looking down at Earth, you can see that sandstorm happening in Africa. You can see that sand coming over and, like, dumping down on the Amazon and that sand then acting as, like, you know, a foundation for all of the plant life in the Amazon and then the rain coming down and washing that back into the ocean and it getting into like the Atlantic Ocean eventually, you see that it's all cyclical. So when we watch the news and we think like, oh, we don't, what's happening over there doesn't affect me, you're wrong. And what's happening here also affects other people. So we have a responsibility to really like look out for each other all over Because as much as we all think that our existence is insular, it's really not. And I think that year after year, we're going to start seeing that more and more. And if you can be a person who can actually feel and live as a global citizen in your day-to-day life and the actions and choices that you make in this world, that's really the best type of person.
0: I asked her how she lives a spontaneous, top-down life.
1: I think one of the most magical things about living in LA is that I was sort of able to live this like top down life, you know, with my friends where we would just get on the freeway and drive and it would be like, you know, Friday after work and we would just like hop in a car and that moment where the week is over and you see your best friend and you're just like, oh my gosh, yes, you know, and For me, it was like I would get in the car and we sometimes wouldn't even have a destination planned and we would just drive. And it was almost like shedding your skin, you know, like you're literally just like letting your person like wander and letting your mind wander and letting your heart wander. And one of my most amazing memories was being with my old roommate and driving to Joshua Tree and we were both like in these crazy spaces in our in our relationships with, with our partners at the time and like just being able to drive out there and like literally blast the music and be like screaming at the top of your lungs like whatever crazy, crazy song you just felt in your bones at that time and then finally arriving in the desert and you know there's no one around at all and you can just like, hold your best friend's hand and like scream as loud as possible. And to me, those moments are so freeing. The whole thing about the idea of like a top-down life is like just letting it go, you know, just like feeling the air and feeling the wind and like letting your cares like blow with the wind. If you can feel that sometimes and if you can feel that with your best friend, it's kind of the most important thing because in those moments when you have someone who's not judging you and sees you for who you are and you feel heard and you allow yourself to like feel the pain or feel the happiness or feel whatever it is that you're feeling and going through, That's like the most freeing thing and like the most pure thing about like, you know, a human existence. And I feel like as women, we need each other and we need to be able to support each other in those moments. And we need to make sure that we take that time for us and 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 have time to like be kind of in the silence in somewhere different and then allow yourself to be the one that is like roaring. Because there's so much that you keep inside, you know. And at the same time, having like a convertible and <laughs> being able to drive out to Joshua Tree for a weekend. I mean, I used to have a red pickup truck, so we always slept in the back with the sleeping bags, which was amazing and on a whole different level. But that's also a, a huge privilege. And I think, you know, before I was able to do that, I had to find a way to kind of get lost in the, the city that I was living in. And for me at the time, it was LA. But I guess the point is, is that everyone has these like local things, you know, that are tied to your heart in some way or like confuse you or disturb you. And you can like get lost even in those things like put yourself in the presence of things that make you uncomfortable and allow yourself some alone time to like unpack those things i think for me you know that's helpful i've been doing it ever since i was younger i used to drive to niagara falls in the middle of the night alone sneak out of my house like a psycho when i was 17 um to drive there just to like watch things go over the niagara falls and you gotta find those moments for yourself, um, and like switch off the computer, switch off your phone. Find yourself again in that whole thing. It's not always gonna be a Thelma and Louise moment, you know. Sometimes it needs to be a solo moment. Hey, it's your girl Maggie,
2: co-host on Girl Boss Radio. We're taking a little breather break from this storytelling stash to check in with you for a minute because we want to hear your hashtag lip stories tell us all about one of those moments that was super inspiring formative or life-changing whether it was a epic road trip a funny encounter with someone you admire an unforgettable trip to disneyland or something seriously awesome that happened at work share it with us tell us about it we want to hear make sure to use the hashtag LipStories along with the go-to beauty essentials that you used. And when you're ready for even more inspo, be sure to check out the actual Sephora collection, hashtag lipsticks, which come in 40 gorgeous shades for every moment of your life. Brunch, dinner, work, day. The packaging is also incredible. It's inspired by real life stories like the one you're listening to right now. So go check them out on Sephora.com or at the Sephora store nearest you. Now let's go back
0: to our conversation with Aurora James. I asked her how she unwinds on brunch
1: day. So Sunday's my brunch day. And I also like to call it self-care Sunday. (laughs) Hashtag. And I don't know. Sunday's also very disturbing because you know that Monday's coming and sometimes if you're like in a space with your job where you're excited to go to work every day, then like maybe Sunday isn't scary, but sometimes Sunday is very intimidating to me. And so I don't know, I, I have a very serious ritual and I think everyone always sees it play out on my Instagram stories, but it always includes buying flowers. And I don't know why that is. I just love flowers so much and I love having them in my home. And I think, you know, the more that you can fill your, your, your life in your apartment or your home or your hostel or wherever you're living with flowers and nature and plant sort of helps you remain connected. And I love breaking bread with friends and I love having them over and it's one of my ultimate favorite things to do. And I love cooking. So, you know, I guess I... In New York, that's a very weird thing. Like my friends think it's super strange that like I like do these elaborate grocery shops and like cook and, and all that does. I mean, some of them think it's normal, but I have to be honest, like the bulk of them think it's very strange, but they're all always down to eat the food. So sometimes that's our our, our Sunday brunch routine. It's just like having a bunch of friends come over and if I can sneak out in the morning to the flower market first and like get a bunch of flowers and do that and then, Um, At night, I usually like to do like weird skincare experiments because I'm still like new to skincare. So everything is like a test drive, you know, and I try to use like all natural products as well. And I don't know, maybe it's the aromatherapy in there that like makes me like have less anxiety about it being Sunday. It could be. I also like use aromatherapy. I'm very into like self-care. I I use lavender aromatherapy every night. And sometimes on Sunday, I'll start that a little bit early too. And I'm just like very big on like, you know, making things nutritious and delicious and all of that jazz. Cause you got to take care of yourself, man. Cause otherwise the thing is, if you don't take care of you, no one else is going to take care of you. You have to tell people your value. You have to show people your value, you know, especially in relationships self-care Sunday.
0: (laughs) I love listening to Aurora's stories. She's just such a spark of light. She's just such a joy. Uh, We had her on Girlboss Radio a few months back, and she's always full of fascinating stories. Be sure to remember to subscribe so you can listen to all the amazing hashtag lip stories we're bringing your way along with Sephora Collection. And don't forget to share your own stories on social media with hashtag lip stories. We want to see how you're out there making your own moves to remember. Thank you guys so much for listening.